Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Che. In part two of today's show, we talk to and hear music from a Hawaiian ukulele player whom you, like much of the world, may have first encountered in a video on YouTube. He's Jake Shumabukuro. We'll also be looking at the work of Subin, who is known for using a wide variety of media in pieces that primarily examine how easy it is to manipulate the meanings of both words and images. First, though, the second part of a three-part series on this year's Venice Biennale. Artist Lee Kitts is best known for his works with hand-painted cloth and for wanting to make us look again at everyday objects and routines. Last year, he was awarded the Art Futures Award at the Hong Kong Art Fair. This year, his work is representing Hong Kong in a collateral exhibition at the 55th Venice Biennale. It's a joint project between the Arts Development Council and M Plus and West Kowloon. And from that point of view, we, as you can see in the venue behind us, we've had to renovate the venue to make it work properly for Lee Kitt's exhibition. Lee Kitt's work is ultimately about limbo, about in-between in positions. You, you're never really sure whether what you're looking at is a painting or a tablecloth. If the uh, guard booth we're standing next to, whether that is a sculpture or actually a functioning guard booth. And it's also in between the very personal and the public in a way, between the very intimate and the opposite of intimate. 那個字音是木梨梨英文叫做 你平時是不會覺得自己照緊塊鏡<笑> 
，都係我嘅，我即係呢行係你嘅。係啊，上面唔係我嘅。喺展覽裏面，就喺入口嗰度掛起咗嗰件衫，係冇特登去買嘅。其實只係、呃、我朋友喺呢度，佢嚟咗呢度，咁佢有一日買件衫，咁我見到件衫話啊，呢件衫我如果掛喺度會點？咁就咁樣掛喺嗰度，咁發覺一掛咗上去嗰陣時，嗰、那個角落。He almost works like a painter, using the whole space as his canvas, and he adds one thing here, another thing there. Then it takes one thing away and moves it to another place. So it's almost like someone is painting, and you put a, a blue spot there and a red spot there and balance things out. 間廳係第一件物件咯，我叫誒，我哋決定要用喺呢個展覽度嘅。即一嚟到，我記得應該去誒舊年八月份，我哋過嚟做 s i t visit 嗰陣時，一入到嚟就覺得係啦，個間廳應該放喺度。咁而呢個間廳又唔係特登為呢個展覽諗嘅，係一呢個間廳一個間廳加一把遮呢個構圖或者呢個圖呢個圖像喺一個腦好耐嘅。咁我亦都冇諗過要將佢變成作品嘅。或者擺喺展覽度，咁今次覺得好適合就開始啦。我平時會鎖住嘅，不過而家鎖未？啊未鎖，冇話就係咁啫，係買翻嚟，即<笑>係買翻嚟佢擺喺嗰度。冇，因為平我其實會 lock 住嘅，我即係摸間庭啊，挨落去冇問題，我唔想俾佢行入去咯。同埋我想佢睇咯，嗰嗰、那個少少距離感係我想要。抹 cream 嗰個作品，我哋就喺韓國做過一次嘅，咁我好想再做多次，咁啊拿咗罐 cream 去抹一抹，因為好似幾好。但係我又唔想好似喺展覽度特登 performance 咁做俾人睇，覺得好假。嗯、所有物件其實基本上都係覺得應該擺喺度。就擺喺度，咁應該畫張畫就畫張畫，應該做一個 video 就做一個 video。咁一日個 video 係關於吸塵嘅，咁唔係吸塵係必要嘅呢度，好大塵。咁<笑>變咗好似 performance 咁咯，但係佢唔會有 schedule 話你幾時嚟佢就會開始吸。有 performance 嘅，<笑>就擺搭紙巾，有啲風吹到成地。I think there have been moments when when you feel like wow, amazing. And one was, for example, that when we put this umbrella down here, parasol as it was down by the water, which of course is far from the most important thing in the exhibition. And then there was a, a boat that parked there, and it stayed there since, which exactly has the same colors as the umbrella. These are the sort of lucky moments you also have in an exhibition where, where things come together without knowing it, in a sense.
for the curator at the end of the day. It's about passion also. I think he's a really great artist and it's very important for a curator to really believe in the artist you're showing. So it's also personal. I think the exhibition itself is a really strong statement. It's not something that is like lots of other exhibitions. It's a rather lyrical, soft piece that makes you think. And in the midst of so many different artists' work and combinations of visual arts and performing arts and good work and bad work, I, I hope that what we're doing with Lee Kitt's work is really making a strong statement about how the cultural life of Hong Kong is changing. Welcome back. Artist Xu Bin has seen much political uncertainty. He grew up in China during the Cultural Revolution. His work fell foul of China's censors after the 1989 Tiananmen Square crackdown. And he was living in the United States during the Al-Qaeda attack on the country on September 11, 2001. It may be hardly surprising then that much of his work analyzes how power structures, politicians and media may manipulate meaning. Xubin was one of the speakers at this year's Knowledge of Design Week in the first week of July. At the forum, he discussed the relationship between characters and culture. Text, words and symbols are crucial elements in his creative process. Since the first presentation of the installation, Book from the Sky, in 1988, Jubin has been known for his deconstruction and reconstruction of Chinese characters. Uh 这个用一种这个不沟通而达到沟通的一个方法 Zhu was born in 1955. His mother worked in the library of the University of Beijing, which gave him considerable access to books. Even when he was too small to understand the content, the physical shape of the characters intrigued him. 
book from the sky consisted of a set of books, panels and scrolls on which were printed thousands of characters. But while they resembled real Chinese characters, they were actually meaningless. Jiko 这些的不正常的关系 the 1997 piece, Square Word Calligraphy, is reminiscent of Book from the Sky. At first, all the characters appear to be Chinese, but they are, in fact, unintelligible in Chinese. Take a closer look, and they're perfectly understandable as English. Zhu says he wants to explore the interaction between the human mind and the characters. He also explores symbols. Last year, he published Book from the Ground, a novel without text. Here, he uses icons and symbols from daily life to tell the story of a man over 24 hours. 它虽然是文字呢是人类的概念的一个最基本的元素能够意识到文字对这个思想的建立和巩固这个思想的重要性。The ukulele is a kind of mini guitar that originated in Hawaii in the 19th century. It's an adaptation of various guitar-like instruments, originally taken to the country by Portuguese immigrants, and is popular not only for its size, but also because it's relatively easy to play. But in the hands of the talented, it can be a dazzling instrument. At the end of June, ukulele sensation Jake Shimabukuro was in Hong Kong to give a concert at Shatian Town Hall.
my mom, she played the ukulele when she was a kid. So when I was about four, she sat me down and put the ukulele in my hands and, you know, taught me just some basic chords. And I just fell in love with this instrument. When I first started playing the ukulele, I only played traditional Hawaiian music. You know, I played, the first thing I learned were the three chords to the Hawaiian vamp, you know, which sounded like this. And, I mean, that's all I played because with those three chords, you can play hundreds of Hawaiian songs. After picking up the ukulele in his early childhood, Jake Shimabukuro eventually became a professional musician. In his early 20s, he was part of a Hawaiian trio, Pure Heart. A few years later, he began pursuing a solo career and has since been producing records and touring America and Japan. In 2006, Someone posted a video of him playing the Beatles song While My Guitar Gently Weeps to YouTube. To Jake's surprise, the video received 12 million hits and brought him international attention. When I was like 12 or 13 years old, you know, that I discovered, um, you know, like rock music and and blues and classical and jazz and you know and that completely changed my approach to music because I would hear these things and I would hear a song and it didn't matter if it was a heavy metal song or a or a fusion jazz piece but I would listen to it and if I liked it I would try and play it you know but I would try to play it on the ukulele and then I'll hear like this guitar play something like And I thought, oh, how can I play that on the ukulele? Inspired since his teens by legendary artists like Jimi Hendrix, Yngwie Malmsteen and Jeff Beck, Jake believes that a ukulele concert can be as high energy as a rock show. He likes to experiment with effect pedals usually used by guitarists. The first rock concert I ever saw was Van Halen. You know, and I, I saw Van Halen perform, and these guys would be running all over the stage and jumping up and down, and they'd be playing, you know, Eddie would be shredding on his electric guitar. And I just thought, that's so cool. You know, and back then, I would think to myself, that's what an ukulele concert should be like. Not so much the, just the sound, but I wanted to create that attitude. Jake's currently touring with his latest album, Grand Ukulele, which was produced by Alan Parsons. Parsons was previously involved with the production of influential albums such as The Beatles' Let It Be and Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon. The whole process was, was just inspiring. I mean, because the way that he utilizes the, the studio is, is incredible. The sounds that, that he gets. And he brought in just this incredible cast of musicians, you know, people like um, Kip Winger from the band Winger, Simon Phillips, who's one of my favorite drummers, and Randy Tico, who's this extraordinary bass player. Um, he even brought in a 30-piece orchestra. Everything on this album was recorded live. There were no overdubs. So even when we performed with the, with the orchestra, you know, we were all in the same room together and we all played together. And every time I listen to the record now, you know, I can remember all those moments because everything was played live. When they swell into the, into the next section, 
you know, I react and respond to that. So then I, I play, I do something dynamically that will kind of do what they do. Or if I pull back on the tempo a little bit, you know, the, the orchestra pulls back a bit. And when I see other people interested in this instrument, you know, it, it just makes me happy. And I guess it's because, you know, I was born and raised in Hawaii and, you know, I'm a, I feel so lucky, you know, to, to have been uh, born there because, you know, Hawaii is a, I mean, it really is, it's a beautiful place and I love the culture there. And I really do love the music. To me, the ukulele is Hawaii's instrument. And when I see the ukulele, um, becoming popular in, in other places, I see Hawaiian culture spreading, you know, across across the planet and I think that's that's wonderful.